0: 31. Nothing am not going what? 31, 32. 33, baby. 33. T-Sol, 33. Here we go. I feel like linus during the middle of the head <laughs> <there>. get your <laughs> well, groove on we're just really talking it up a storm
1: get your groove on that's right i was watching you do the linus dance
0: i know is
1: that linus or Sh- yeah that's linus what's the schroeder one schroeder. well he's kind of just headbanging on the guitar
0: yeah on the piano on the piano pretty similar though
1: Welcome back, everybody.
0: <laughs> well, you pinned it. <laughs> <laughs> so, much, so much for all the listeners, they're not deaf.
1: <laughs> we'll do it in sign language next yeah, time. That's right. Uh, yeah. Welcome back. We're, you can see we're on vacation mode. Yeah. Uh, I am Scott. And I am Scott Duarte on this end, Chanel on that end. <laughs> I, I even messed that one up. I was wow. going to say side. but uh, Side. <laughs> send that on. That so send.
0: we are back. We are here, of course, again.
1: Woo-hoo! About the only ones in the school no, right seriously. now. Everybody else is smart and took time off,
0: which we are going to do in probably most of March. Uh, we got probably what two, maybe one more episode before we take a little bit of a break, um, and then uh, so most of March uh, we're going to be taking. A little bit of a break. Um,
1: But then we're going to come back and do one a day for the whole month of April. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who's recording that? (laughs) And who are you doing that with? Cool. (laughs) Um, No, but we're probably going to try to – I'm going to try to take at least uh, minor equipment to TESOL, and maybe we'll do some stuff there. Um, we'll see. We'll see how motivated I get, and if I can see find see how a motivated you are. Board,
1: see see how the quality of the sound and everything. I'm
0: going to take the computer, but I don't. I, I don't really want to slip this board. Um, no. But uh, if I can find a smaller board for cheap, then maybe.
1: If anyone has a good uh, digital recorder with XLR, mm, that's what I want. Uh, inputs that we could borrow.
0: Yes, please.
1: Easy. Let us know. Let us know. Uh,
0: Send us an email. My email is scott <laughs> at edgycation dot org.
1: <laughs> and my. <laughs> Get the smile off your face. <laughs> Mine is Scott Duarte S C O T T D U A R T E at education.org. All lowercase, all one word. Yep, we'd like to take this time to remind you, please
0: go to education.org. Uh check out the forums and I write wrote some today. Stuff. Did you good? Yes. I was gonna say one of us needs to check that pretty soon. And uh, so yeah, we're gonna bust up on the phone. For- uh, Come to the site, sign up, check out the forums. and Don't uh, just
1: check them out. But, uh, write stuff. Yeah, respond to them.
0: Ask questions or respond to stuff that's th- been There's posted. a
1: few threads that you can post to or create your own thread. Can I they think, do that?
0: I think so. <laughs> I don't know, there's a
1: few th- threads <laughs> you can respond to. S- somebody somebody
0: out there, test it. And, and if you can't set up your own thread, um, let me know. And uh, that way I can fix that because I mean, I, I come in as a different level user, so it's hard to judge what actually works. Right. And, and I
1: have stuff. I have elevated status as well, I think. Yep. So,
0: yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure
1: I got you set up. But
0: anyway, um, yeah. So the site's there, the forums are there, the other stuff is there.
1: www.education.org. Yeah.
0: Mail. Edgy Mail. Nothing big
1: this week. Nope, nope, nothing big. So, end of edgy mail, edgy news, edgy news.
0: Worth every penny.
1: <laughs> okay, news. I just got news that that's exciting and going to make my life a pain in the butt for a little while. <laughs> I was say, you sound so excited. <laughs> um. At TESOL, they have this thing called the EV Fair, the Electronic Village uh, Fair. And it's, I think, every morning, basically between 8.30 and 9.30, somewhere in the convention center. I, I don't know uh, what room it's in uh, scheduled. But it's like poster sessions, but they're all digital. It's all on computers. And Sweet. People are talking about um, various digital or video um, media. Cool. And so I will be discussing uh, the merits of iLife, Apple iLife, in creating um, podcast, video podcasts mainly, Shabelle. and highlighting what I've been doing with my university uh, students.
0: Cool. Which you can find at SwitchPod, and I believe there's a link up there um, for that. I'm pretty I, sure there's I, a link up.
1: All right. Sweet.
0: I th- I'm, I, if there's not, there will be soon. But I'm pretty sure I put it up last week.
1: So I know that uh mine will be Thursday morning, eight thirty to nine thirty, so don't drink too heavily Wednesday night. <laughs> uh come stop by. There'll be uh different type of handouts that I'll be given out. So Yes. Come see me.
0: Yay. And wave.
1: And wave. Cool. And I'll autograph anything.
0: Anything, yeah. <laughs> You're a teacher. <laughs> yeah. You're getting
1: autograph my book, please,
0: because <laughs> I know you're not gonna get what you want autograph.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> uh, any other news?
0: Um, nothing on my end. Okay, we're gonna be taking a break in beginning March.
1: Woohoo!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Recharge the batteries, as it were.
1: I'm going to the rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are,
0: are, Is that are, news? <laughs> are, they, are they are they going to be uh, roping you? Nope. Riding you?
1: No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm going to the rodeo in Texas. So if you're at the rodeo in Texas, wave to me.
0: Yes. <laughs> if you're on the side of the road in the U.S., I'll be there too.
1: Let's get out of here. Hit the bumper. All right,
0: it's the holdover from last week, um, Podcasts I Like by Scott Duarte. <laughs>
1: well, we we discussed the stages or the sections or the rungs of the learning pyramid ladder. Pod- podcasts I Like? What? No, 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 no. That's going to be at the end of this podcast. We this will podcast. get to it. We will get All to right. it. All
0: right, okay, then that was the wrong bumper.
1: Oh, sorry. So, oh, well.
0: Okay, so top today's That's topic foreshadowing. Yes, foreshadowing. Haha.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, such a good idea to podcast.
0: Cannot today. believe you people listen to us. <laughs> Cannot believe it. All right. Uh, so today's topic is uh, basically a continuation of the learning pyramid stuff. So right. last week, basically, we just talked about what it is,
1: and this week we're going to give you examples from um, our classes.
0: Yep, stuff that we we do that uh we kind of shift as much towards the better part of the learning period as possible period, period pyramid <laughs> I talk good uh, uh, yeah what i was going to say yep
1: yeah. that shift towards the better part of the learning pyramid
0: as po- as much as possible
1: yes well, there is
0: just no way for
1: me not to <laughs> screw that up all right take 2 so you want to start off or you want me to start off go for it all right um the, the biggest thing that I can think of for uh, what I've been doing also ties into the uh, video podcast with my IES class. And is it because I'm a great teacher that I'm center? are making this go towards the, the good part of the learning so pyramid a, or can, is it because I'm just lazy is it, we can
0: put it on like we put it like a poll like on the Colbert great Scott great teacher <laughs> or the greatest
1: teacher <laughs> So what I do is a large part of video podcasting is editing yeah and <clears throat> with only two computers for the students uh, class of 23 to edit, it's hard to really teach them the basics of editing on the Mac, and there's no other Macs on campus that the students have access to. Yeah. So the way that I did it was I took the first um, editors, I put the, the students in groups of five to six students each, and they, they stayed in the same group for the first semester. Mm-hmm. And so I would take the editors from each group and – And each week, uh, two groups would be allowed to edit on the computers. So I took those editors, and I would show them what to do. I taught them the the basics of editing an iMovie. And those were the only editors that I taught, the only students I taught. Just the first two, or the first two from each group? Uh, The first one from each group. That's what I meant. Yes, just the first one from each group. The second episode that they would have to edit, the first editor would have to teach the second editor Mm -hmm. how to do it, and then for the third episode and continuation. And so so it freed me up, and I was in the the office whenever they were doing that, so I could watch them and make sure that they were giving them sound advice and, and tutoring them correctly, but... It allowed them to focus on uh, how to best teach their peers. Cool. And so that was ninety percent learning for them. Woohoo!
0: <laughs> so they learn ninety percent of it. Sweet. Um, no, that's that's a good way to do it. Um, and the nice thing about it is because the students are teaching the other students, there's a reinforcement that happens with that. That uh, it really helps it sink in. Right. And they they get a much better idea of what they have to do when they're trying to explain it to somebody. Um, I do something similar.
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait oh, wait, wait, wait. no, go ahead. The best thing – so so you say, well, that's 90% for the, the student who's teaching it. What about the other student? Well, that's the beauty of it because they're doing it right after the teaching. They're practicing by doing, which is the uh, next rung. And so that's 75% retention around there. So – they learn it, and they're automatically putting that into practice. Mm-hmm. And so it, it worked out quite well. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I think actually you could look at it as even immediate use mm-hmm. and say, you know, because they're having to actually become proficient at it right away. Right. And so they're turning right, turning it right around and saying, not true, necessarily true. even just practice by doing, but it's it's really you need to do this now. So, cool.
1: Damn, I'm good. I know it. Teacher of the Year award. Sign Look, me up.
0: He's, he's managing to reach around all the way in <laughs> back and pat himself really hard. And his arm isn't breaking. That's amazing.
1: Okay, now you are going to uh, tell how you did in your, your class. <laughs> I
0: thought you were going to say, now you're going to bore us all with another story. <laughs> um, no, what I do is, um, for my final projects for my classes, uh, the students have been doing research on some topic. That's related to the overall topic of the class. Um, But everybody gets a a breakdown on the last. Huh? Wow. Try to say it coherently. All right. Let's try again. Uh, The beginning of the class has an overall theme. And so each student, usually in pairs, um, come together with some finer point of that theme. For example... Oh man, I knew you were going to do that. All right, so we were d- talking about the the history of technology as a as the main topic in a class. And so each student had to come up with what they felt was the most influential piece of technology over the last 150 years. Cuz that's what we focused it on. Okay. Um although I allowed some of the Da Vinci stuff to stay in just because even though he designed it, it Who? wasn't Um, this one dude, there was a code, (laughs) um, uh, even though he designed it, it wasn't possible to make a lot of the stuff until, you know, recently, more Mm -hmm. recently, like, uh, he was the first one to come up with contact lenses. No way. Yeah. Seriously. It's, It's cool. And actually the poster's right behind you somewhere in that pile. Okay. Um, anyway, so what, what I do is I split the class in half, take two class sessions to do what I call the museum piece. Uh, I've also heard it referred to as a carousel. And um, I don't know. There's another name for it. I can't remember. Merry-go-round? Merry-go-round, yeah. Because <laughs> that's different from carousel. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. So I, I split the class into two two groups. And uh, half of the class goes the first day. The other half of the class goes the second day. In pairs, they give... It's basically set up like a poster session. The students line the edge of the room. Each student has basically, I don't know, uh maybe 4 square meters of space and their posters are minimum have to usually i give them a minimum of a meter by a meter if it's a more advanced class i'll say a meter and a half by a meter and a half so i mean these are good sized posters mm-hmm. um and some kids keep going you know <laughs> i only, i tell them that's the minimum you can go g- take as much space as you want take the wall and i had one kid come up and literally a, like, two-meter-wide section by three meters tall. Wow. Full of just all sorts of stuff about it because he went they went absolutely nuts. But it was really well done. Mm-hmm. And they kind of needed that much space to lay everything out. They were doing, like, a car navigation thing. So they had a wow. map done. And, and it was funny because the car navigation is an electronic device, right? right? Well, they don't have one. So they made a paper version of it. And when you pressed a button... One of the guys would make a noise and flip the page (laughs) to the right (laughs) button that you press. It was really cool. But anyway, um, they were teaching everybody else about what it is that they had um, decided that they wanted to do the more in-depth research on. Uh And so the kids love it because I'm not telling them exactly what to do. I'm approving it. You can do this. You can't do that. Okay, if you do this, what are you going to do? Right. And so they got to justify what they're going to do. But they still have a lot of freedom. To, to find out what they're interested in and and learn more about it, and the students who are watching the presentations, even though you know I had students who were not interested in technology at all, they just did not care. Mm-hmm. But they still got a lot of enjoyment, and they learned a lot out of this stuff because it was something that somebody else felt very strongly about. They liked it, and so they could talk passionately about. Uh, whatever their topic was, car navigation, right. for, for example, or da Vinci and, and his inventions and stuff, or his drawings. Um, but because they were teaching that material, I ran into one of the students not too long ago, maybe a couple months ago. And they'd been out him? of the... What's that? Did you hurt him? Well, you know, it was a hit and run. So. <laughs> um, they, uh, they, they still were able to tell me some of the stuff that they had learned based on... That presentation. In their research, yeah. yeah. And so uh it really stuck with them much more, even they were a little surprised. Um <laughs> they're like, Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I learned this and this and that. And they're like, Wow, I learned something in your class. I'm like, Yeah, I was surprised too. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 my kids are good. Um, but getting them to show that type of thing really drove the the point home. Mm-hmm. And uh they got a little chance to speak in front of a crowd and because they were repeating the same spiel over and over again for the course of a 90-minute course, class. Um, they The first time maybe it wasn't that great, but the second or third time it got a little better because they figured out where to put in the jokes or whatever. Right. But uh, they were able to talk about their topic for an extended period of time all in English. Excellent, so, excellent.
1: Yeah. Was there um, any requirements for the students going around the groups? Did they have to take uh, notes or anything?
0: No, I'd probably, that's something that I'd probably change a little later. I'd probably make them take notes, but they were required to um, ask three questions.
1: And, and that, that uh, sends up the active listening. So, right.
0: right. So they had to, you know, after they got their spiel, they had to ask three, each group had, each pair had to ask three questions to whoever was giving the presentation. Because I, I kept, told them to stay together. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, <clears throat> the groups that were doing the presentations that day, I told them at, one, at some point, each individual in the group needs to split out. And so sometimes it was only one person giving the whole presentation. Uh, but they had to go make sure that they saw at least half of the people who were presenting that day. So it was good. It worked out really well.
1: So which would make both people be responsible for knowing all the information instead of just you do half, I do half.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it it really worked out. And the students, while they said it was some work putting the stuff together, they're like, what do you mean we don't have a test? We don't have to do a test? I'm like, no, you did this 90 minute presentation. They're like. Oh yeah! You know, like, <laughs> if you want, I can give you a test. And they're like, no, that's okay.
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, no, they were really happy about it. All right. Um. So let's push down the or down the good side of the pyramid a little bit. Okay. Um, because it's not possible to do that all the time. Right. I mean, it's it's kind of in some ways the pyramid is upside down because the opportunity to get to the teach others stage. Doesn't It's not something you can really do in every single class.
1: Right, right. Because, I mean, well, your class is too big to have every student teaching something. Right. And even if you had them, um, maybe you could give a five-minute section of your class, depending on how long your class is, for five minutes a day and have a different student do something every day. I know um, Scott Partridge, who was on – a previous show talking about Moodle, in his ESL class, he would have students, um, his class I think meets two times a week, and the second uh, class, half the class was devoted to student teaching. Oh, cool. So every week, uh, maybe in pairs, two students would get up for half a class and teach about some some subject I don't know if it was tied into what they were studying or random or whatever, but
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or it was just completely supplementary.
1: Right, but like you said, it is hard to get that time to yeah. do that all the time.
0: Yeah. Um. So what a lot of people end up doing, and the kind of the traditional style is, you know, you get the teacher in front, the whole sage on the stage, mm-hmm. uh, guide on the side thing, where you got the old wizened professor up front giving his lecture and stuff like that. So how could I liven something like a lecture like that up? I'm oh, you're asking, asking
1: you. me? <laughs> I thought you were going to run with it, man. No,
0: I'm running it right up to the wall, let you go.
1: Well, probably the easiest way, and and it's um, in the middle of the pyramid, um, is break up your lecture, give the uh, students discussion topics, mm. give them... Three minutes here, then talk about something. Give them five minutes here to discuss in their group um, something related to what you're going to be talking about or what you just talked about, and then at the end of the five minutes or whatever, have one member from each group uh, announce what what the group decided or
0: cool. Or talked yeah, and about. actually, that's a really good way. You know, one of the main reading skills. Uh, I had my mom actually is a uh, elementary school teacher and she when she was teaching in Japan for a while she left me a really great page on reading skills and one of the skills for reading is uh being able to read guess what comes (laughs)
1: yes
0: (laughs) Uh, so apart from reading is being able to guess what comes next to predict what's going to come next in the sentence so if you use that basic structure and then had part of the discussion group is all right. So what's going to be the next step in in my lecture? Have them discuss it and make some guesses, good educated guesses, and good put up some good predictions about where things are heading. Right. You're developing. I mean, it's prediction is a good reading skill, but it's not just a reading skill. Um, and as I'm looking at, as I have looked at my mom's list, the the skills are particularly useful for reading. But they also transfer over to a lot of other aspects. You're smiling like that was totally incoherent.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. That was good. That was good. good.
0: Um, But, you know, you can get your discussion groups to say, all right, so what is he going to talk about next? Or, you know, what's the next step in this? uh, You know, in whatever they're talking about.
1: But um, so you can go forward or you can go back and you can Mm. have you can give them. Um, a central question about what you just talked about. So for the students who might have missed something in the lecture or didn't understand everything, Mm -hmm. it gives them a chance to confer with their um, peers and to really be able to analyze and understand what you just talked
0: about. Particularly useful for those times that maybe the lecture was a little bit more difficult than a lot of students could, in class could understand. So if your groups are set up to where you have one person who's particularly good and a couple of weaker students with them, you can have the weaker students asking the stronger students, okay, you know, Scott said this Mm -hmm. and I don't know what he was talking about. Um, can you explain it? Right. And then that gives the stronger student a chance to, you know, kind of doing the teach others. Mm-hmm. It might not be 100% correct, but, you know, you're still in the room, so you can come around and help them work out whatever issues they
1: may have had. Right. And so these are well, – the discussion groups that we're talking about are mainly for a university or content-based classes that you have to – sometimes you just have to lecture. Yeah. But discussion groups are great – in language institutes or conversation classes to allow the students more time for using English. If mm-hmm. you try to have it just kind of teacher-centered and you ask them questions and they respond, you ask questions, they respond, each student maximum has like one to three minutes of total class time. Right. Whereas you, you divide them into pairs or groups And it gives the students greater chances to use the English. Um, If you're practicing grammar drills or um, whatever, it gives them a greater frequency of speaking.
0: Yeah, you want to be a little careful, of course, because uh, you want to make sure that they're still going to be using the target language.
1: Oh, uh, yes. Um,
0: And when you're in a situation like, for example, like we are in Japan, um, you... (laughs) I'm not sure so much about the language institutes. Hopefully they have a little bit better uh, 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 incidence of students using the target language than Mm -hmm. we do. Um, Students avoid using the target language as much as possible uh, in university because they don't want to. Right. Um, I don't know. Actually, I would be interested to call out to our uh language people in language institutes uh what's your experience with that are our students do they come and pay all that money and then try to avoid using the target language or do they you know really put forth the effort
1: right um, what percentage do they speak yeah in yeah. the
0: in the target language I'm thinking my guess is going to be probably it's not all that different you know mm-hmm. they try to try to use probably a little bit more than we do but you know if things get difficult they they draw back in the mother tongue so Um.
1: So discussion groups or small group work um, works well. If you do put them in discussion groups, um, a good kind of thing to do would be give them different roles. Mm. Uh, One is the group leader. One is the group secretary. One is the – or reporter or something like that. And so then each class – they, if they stay in the same groups, they change roles. Right. And so it gives everyone a chance to talk in front of the class, gives everyone a chance to listen, to take the notes of what is being said, things like that.
0: Yeah. Now, one of the things that I want to mention about the uh, learning pyramid here is that this learning pyramid is not designed for second language. It is a generalized, you know, any learning. Mm-hmm. And so things like, you know, perhaps um, – Demonstration may or may not uh, be easily transmittable, transferable is what I meant uh, to a language uh, l- language learning classroom. Right. Um, but I, I don't think that there's anything here that's not transferable. So looking lecture, reading, audiovisual, audiovisual is going to be like film or video, or mm-hmm. having even having the students perform a drama, or just some little play or something like that that they wrote. You know. There's right. there's a lot of stuff with it, um, but uh, your mileage is going to vary on how well some of this stuff works, and you know with it kind of depends on how long you've been in the classroom too, right. uh, On how much you're going to be able to kind of trick your students into getting what you want them to get.
1: Right, right. Well, I just I'm I'm thinking in the like an institute or a conversation class, a uh, simple example of demonstration. If you are working on um, every single ESL, EFL textbook has giving directions. Right. And um, so you can do the – Usually
0: they have the most boring activities with that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And so you can do the typical put them in pairs, let them read the the dialogue in the book, uh, work on the little uh, city map that they have. Or most of your classrooms have desks in them. Mm-hmm. Put the desk in a grid. Mm-hmm. Blindfold one of the students. Let the other student give him directions to um, bring in some kind of trophy or something and put it in. And they have to weave their way around.
0: I had, I had the best activity for this when I was working in an institute in San Francisco. Um, we had the rooms, right? And they were, I don't know, 10 by 12. And so, but we could push the desks aside because they mm-hmm. were those like armchair desks. So we pushed mm-hmm. all the desks aside. I went down to the hardware store and bought uh, masking tape and we laid out a grid on the floor in a big city grid. And mm-hmm. then I had each of the students build their own building. So it was like Scott's house and then the, the post office and then the hospital and the police station, Bob's theater and Whatever. So we had this huge grid with all of these buildings on it. And I'm like, all right. So each group write, uh, write directions from one place to another place. And then I went out and bought a whole bunch of Mac- Matchbox cars. <laughs> yeah, it was really you cool. You had to buy them?
1: You didn't have them from your childhood?
0: I would, didn't live in that city. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and probably, I probably ate all of them anyway. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm like, all right. So, you know, I'd kind of throw a student a car and be like, all right. And then choose a group. All right, where does he start? And so they would do You start at Bob's house. All right. So he puts the car at Bob's house. And he's crawling around on the floor moving the car through the city. And uh the group who was given the directions couldn't look at what he was doing. And the guy didn't know where he was going. And so it really worked well as kind of a demonstration sort of a thing. But it was very interactive. Right. You know, and so the students really had a got a kick out of it. And, you know, I'd try to buy weird cars and stuff like that no oh, we want to use the skull car today you know <laughs> stuff like that but um yeah that was a lot of fun and so and, you
1: get your demonstration you get your audio visual mm-hmm. you get your practice by doing right and it all equals out to a success in the classroom yeah
0: yeah and that one had the added bonus of you know being a little different you know the students are like oh, i've never walked around on a <laughs> never drove a car on a map before and so, you know, but they've all done the, you know, out of the book. Okay. Go here and right, go there. right. And so you know it was it was something a little a little different though yeah was and they're fun. they're
1: not walking around desk blindfolded right right like some other teachers make them do
0: <laughs> no I mean that but that works real well because I mean you're probably not going not necessarily going to be in a situation where you can leave masking tape on the floor for a month and a half <laughs> and so you know rearrange just rearranging the desks and right. you know having. not but I, I mean I really strongly urge you to have the students design their own buildings. And so that gives you all these destination points. Plus, then you can have the map change every time. Right. And you know, all right, Susie, you put your house somewhere and whatever. You know, everybody just get a house <laughs> or whatever. And uh, it really <sighs> works well.
1: It's thinking outside the box. That's right. Box.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: So, yeah, email us. Tell us your um, some of your your best teaching strategies that uh, followed the learning pyramid. Yeah. And yeah. uh let us know and put them we'll 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 put a post up, a forum post. Yep. And so write about it. Yep. Cool. And we will mention the best on air. Yay.
0: Yes. Uh, yes, it is of that time.
1: All right. Well let's go to Podcasts I like.
0: Part two.
1: <laughs> All right. Um the podcasts for today. Uh, goes along with this theme of teaching and teaching strategies. And the name of the podcast is ESL Teacher Talk. And that's the podcast name on uh, that you can find at iTunes, or you can go to eslteachertalk.com. Hmm. And it's it's basically a podcast um, between two, two teachers, two guys. One is living in Japan, the other is in Korea. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about... Um, Just like us, various topics, but theirs is more geared towards um, institute teaching or elementary school teaching. Okay. Um, They also interview various people um, via Skype or or some uh, similar program um, about teaching in China or in Europe or things like that. So for that, it's really good. Um, Also – it's, it's basically a weekly podcast, and also that week they have um, an additional Game of the Week podcast. Oh, that's cool. Um, something that you can immediately use within your classroom. And again, more for conversation classrooms, um, children's classrooms, things like that. Um, but I'm sure that you could take the general ideas mm-hmm. and apply yeah, them yeah. to whatever level you're teaching. Sure. Um, the bad news the bad news is because they are in opposite countries mm-hmm. um, they are doing their podcasts over skype, and so the quality the audio quality isn't isn't as good not as, as good as as a couple some people other know. <laughs> uh, beautifully sounding'd
0: uh, go that far
1: so that could be expanded, but the content is good it's pretty good yeah. yeah that's cool so check them out um don't leave us yeah listen to both because we'll cry exactly exactly so it, it's a good companion uh podcast to listen to you only get us once a week listen to them at the end of the week listen to us at the beginning of the week
0: and before you go to bed
1: when you wake up yeah during breakfast lunch.
0: <laughs> you get the idea
1: so check out their podcast. Um, And tell us what you think. Yeah.
0: Cool. And the uh, tunes say that it is 35 minutes and 30 seconds, and that means it is uh, 44 seconds till the end.
1: (laughs) Time for us to go home.
0: Yep. So thanks, everybody, for coming and listening to us again. We appreciate it. Again, uh, our emails are at the beginning of the program and (laughs) at education.org. And so go check out the site. Go to hit the forums, do all that good stuff
1: register log in
0: yep and uh thanks for coming
1: we'll see you next week yeah take care
0: got about another 10
1: seconds (laughs) maybe we'll see you next week
0: no actually no we should have one more one more show and then the break all right i think maybe but don't hold me to that (laughs) it could be just a really short show say hey there's no show this week (laughs) all right anyway we'll see y'all see you later peace